0: Hi everyone and welcome to this, the second episode of Tinsel Tunes. I'm Dwayne and also a huge thank you if you downloaded the first episode and you loved it so much that you came back for more. It's August at time of recording this and here where I live in New Zealand it is cold, sort of wet and that's because it's the last month of winter. However lately it feels like spring and what starts to happen in September... Christmas Creep. If you are unaware of the term Christmas Creep, it's when Christmas starts to show its head, and many in the media say it comes earlier each year. Personally, I love it, but I understand many people, especially those who are not Christmas fanatics like us, don't like it. With that in mind, I would like to start a news segment. I've also decided to include some general Christmas news within this podcast and not just limit it to Christmas music. I'll be observing Christmas news throughout the year and letting you know about it through the podcast, our Facebook page and our website. On this episode, we pay tribute to soul singer Aretha Franklin, we ask and answer some very important Christmas music questions, we find out about the term the golden age of Christmas music and we list the top five recorded holiday songs of all time. So, speaking of news, let's check out what's happening in the world of Christmas news. Brett Aldridge is an American country music singer, songwriter and music producer. I stumbled upon him while searching for music news. He's released his first Christmas album back in 2016 called Glow. You can find it on YouTube and Spotify. It's full of classics and a new song called Glow. I've been playing it so much that I might be wearing Spotify out. Oh, and I urge you to check out his Christmas candlelight sessions on YouTube. I think he sounds a lot like Frank Sinatra. Have a listen and let me know what you think in the comments of the show notes for this episode on the website. I know I'll be playing this album a lot this year. By the way, you must see his Christmas cooking videos also on YouTube. I think they're hilarious. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be. For his 24th studio album, Eric Clapton is trying something different. A Christmas album. It's called Happy Christmas and will come out on October the 12th. Eric Clapton even provided the hand-drawn artwork for the album, which is an illustration of a smiling Santa Claus. Most of the songs on the album will have a slight blues tinge, so I'm quite excited to hear how this sounds. She is known the world over by her first name, and as the undisputed queen of soul, Aretha Franklin is peerless. Oh, Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, how lovely are branch Aretha had racked up more awards and accolades than virtually any woman in music history from the much-coveted Presidential Medal of Freedom on November the 9th 2005 to be named one of Time Magazine's most important people of the 20th century. She also contributed to Christmas. This Christmas, an album by Aretha Franklin, was her 39th studio album released in November of 2008. It was her first Christmas album. billboard album charts and has reportedly sold almost 143,000 copies just in the United States. When asked in an interview, Ms. Franklin, why is this your first Christmas CD? She replied, well, the powers that be at other labels told me Christmas albums don't sell whenever I suggested it before. But everything is not about the money. I always wanted to be in the mix and Christmas is a very important time of year for many people, including myself, because it surrounds the birth of Christ. And here is a short extract from an interview she gave back in December of 2008. The whole interview can be heard in full, link is on the show notes for this episode. To have you down here at the New York Stock Exchange. I'm delighted to be down. It's so exciting. Well, the uh, stock market's having a tough time, but we're all brighter and happier now that you're here today. All right. So tell us a little bit about the album. It's your first ever Christmas album. How did all this come about? Well, it came about through DMI Records, and um, this is the chairman of the board and the founder of DMI, Miss Tina Clark. And um, We got together, put our heads together, decided that we would work out and hammer out an agreement, and then we would record. And uh, the company wanted traditional fare, Ave Maria, This Christmas, uh, Angels We Have Heard on High, uh, 14 Angels from Hansel and Gretel, the classical um, opera. And uh, the Lord will make a way, and just a lot of other things that are my most favorites. Now, these are, of course, old songs, Christmas songs, some of the gospel songs, and of course, that's mother's milk to you. Of course, that's you right. grew up with that's that. That's right. I was weaned on that. You're right, Tina. Let me turn to you. Uh, you are the founder of, uh, of, of DMI. How did this particular deal uh, come about? How did you uh, approach her and explain a little bit about the how all came together? Well, I could not believe that Aretha had never done a Christmas record. And so when she and I started talking, I mean, it was just, I would say it was magic, wouldn't you, Aretha? And I just thought, well, the world had been very deprived to not have an Aretha Franklin Christmas record. She also had some notable Christmas moments of importance. The first Noel at the National Christmas Tree Lighting Ceremony on December the sixth, two 2013, She released the single Winter Wonderland in 1964. "O Christmas Tree is on the album A Very Special Christmas Volume 2. And her rendition of Joy to the World was used in the Deck the Halls movie as the end scene. The music legend died August 16th at her home in Detroit surrounded by family. She was 76. Let us all remember in our gift giving and our merriment With our family and friends and loved ones. The real and true meaning of Christmas. The birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. On this episode, I thought I would answer some pressing questions that I know you've been asking yourselves. So settle down and get comfy with a hot drink if it's cold where you are, or something cold and refreshing if it's hot. What was the first Christmas song ever written? To clarify, this is about the first Christmas song, not first carol. In 129 AD, a Roman bishop named Telephus said that a song called Angel's Hymn should be sung at a Christmas service in Rome. His actual quote was, In the holy night of the nativity of our Lord and Saviour, all shall solemnly sing the angel's hymn. Uh, of course, I don't know if he really sounded like that. But, and as such, became the first Christmas hymn recognised by the Christian church. Comus of Jerusalem wrote an early Christmas hymn in 760 AD for the Greek Orthodox Church. Nowhere on any of the research sites was it mentioned the name of the song. But both were written and sung in Latin, and most people could not understand them. The most memorable part of the song is Gloria in Excelsis Deo. Gloria in Excelsis Deo is also known as Angels We Have Heard on High in English. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains and the mountains in reply which in itself became the influence for the most common English version which was translated in 1862 by James Chadwick and is the most memorable feature is of chorus Gloria in Excelsis Deo After 760 AD in fact, the practice of writing hymns for Christmas mass or service became more popular across all of Europe These were still so different from the Christmas carols and seasonal pop music we have today that your average modern human probably wouldn't recognise them as carols. So what is a carol and what's the difference between a song and a carol? My understanding is a carol means dance or a song of praise and joy carols used to be sung all year round but now the word carol is usually only associated with Christmas These days the line is blurred between Christmas songs and the Christmas carols and the dancing has fallen away And our third question leads us into our top 5 list for this month What are the top 5 recorded holiday songs of all time? Winter Wonderland Sleigh bells ring are you listening, in the lane, snow is glistening, a beautiful sight, we're happy tonight, walking in the winter wonderland. First recorded in 1934 by Felix Bernard for the music and Richard B. Smith for the lyrics. Through the decades it has been recorded by over 500 different artists and has been recorded 70,471 times to date. Number four. The Christmas song Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire Jack Frost nipping, also known as Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. First recorded in 1945 by Bob Wells and Mal Tomei, has been recorded over 80,000 times, and according to Tomei, the song was written during a blistering hot summer in an effort to stay cool by thinking cool. Jingle Bells. It was written by James Pierpont and published under the title One Horse Open Sleigh in the Autumn of 1857. It has been recorded over 89,000 times. White Christmas Written by Irving Berlin, either 1940 or 1942, depending on the source, it has been recorded over 128,000 times. The first public performance was by Bing Crosby on his NBC radio show The Craft Music Hall. It's been written that Irving Berlin had been quoted as saying that he told his secretary, Grab your pen and take down this song. I just wrote the best song I've ever written. Heck. I've just wrote the best song anyone's ever written. The version we hear today is actually the 1947 re-recording as the 1942 master was damaged due to excessive use. Silent Night This has been recorded over 137,000 times, composed in 1818 by Franz Xavier Gruber to lyrics by Joseph Moyer in a small town in Austria. Moyer was only officially confirmed as a lyricist in 1995 when a manuscript in his handwriting was discovered and dated by researchers as 1820. It states that he wrote the words in 1816 while assigned to a pilgrim church in Maria Farr, Austria. What is the golden age of Christmas music? The 1940s and 1950s are generally regarded as the golden age of Christmas music. But what does that actually mean? Many of our popular or favourite Christmas songs are from the 1940s and 1950s. Christmas time is a very nostalgic time of year, and these older songs go a long way to invoke this nostalgia, or perhaps make us long for how the world used to be. However, the world was still at war for the first half of the 1940s, and many families lost many, many family members. The post-war years, 1946 onwards, reflected a period of peace, productivity and prosperity, and Christmas was part of this. Before the war, there was already a couple of standards in place. 1934, Santa Claus is Coming to Town and Winter Wonderland. was also 1934, and make up the oldest of the Golden Age standards. 1958 saw three new standards, Jingle Bell Rock, Little Drummer Boy, and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Of course, 1942 saw White Christmas for the first time. I'll Be Home for Christmas was in 1943 Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, 1944 The Christmas Song was 1946 1945 saw Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow Here Comes Santa Claus, Right Down Santa Claus Lane was 1997 Sleigh Ride, 1948 Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer was 1949 and Blue Christmas was also 1949 and that was just the 40s The nineteen fifties saw Silver Bells in nineteen fifty. Frosty the Snowman was also nineteen fifty. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas was nineteen fifty one. I saw Mummies kissing Santa Claus nineteen fifty two. Santa Baby nineteen fifty three, and Home for the Holidays in nineteen fifty four. See what's happening here? All of these are still played each and every year all around the world, both the originals and even remakes. According to the top 30 most played Christmas songs of all time, compiled by the American Society of Composers, Authors and Publishers, called ASCAP, nearly two-thirds of these songs were written in the 40s and the 50s. In fact, in the 60s, there are only three, "Holly Jolly Christmas, Do You Hear What I Hear and Most Wonderful Time. In the 1970s, This Christmas, Wonderful Christmas Time and Feliz Navidad. In the 1980s, it's just Wham's Last Christmas. And in the 1990s, it's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. And even though it doesn't rate very highly on my list of Christmas songs, you can't deny its success. And the feeling you feel when you hear it for the very first time on the radio, that is now Christmas time. We've come to the end of another episode and I would love your feedback. Leave me a comment on the website or send me an email at tinseltunespodcast at gmail.com You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean and Player FM. I'm working on Spotify and Google Play currently due to my location submitting to the google play service is not available to me also let me know if you'd like to hear me on any other service we are social search for tinsel tunes podcast on facebook and instagram and don't forget to follow our spotify playlist the link is on our website thanks for listening and remember be excellent to each other and rock on all music use is either royalty free, creative commons licensed or used for commentary under the fair use and no copyright infringement is intended. Brett Elridge Brett Elridge confirmed Second Christmas album. Brett Elridge is an American country music singer, songwriter, Brent Aldridge is Aldridge. Brett Aldridge is an American. Who thought Brett Aldridge was so hard to say?